Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning, and you're listening to the breakfast show with me, Lin Lee and Ryan Huang. On Mind Your Business this morning, from a childhood dream of soaring through the skies flying a plane, rather, to making bold moves to the top of one of the largest PC makers in the world. The journey of our C-suite guest today is a testament of his unwavering pursuit to scale new heights. That's right. Every Monday, we take a look at the personalities behind our C-suite guests. And about 30 years ago, he was recruited out of campus to join HCL, one of India's largest IT companies. That was his first job. That required him to move away from his hometown to central India, where he worked in a small setup office. Yes, he was also previously with Motorola JV and Dell Technologies and throughout his career, his work took him across continents, gave him the opportunity to live in various countries in Asia Pacific, such as Vietnam, Hong Kong, Australia and now Singapore. So how did his passion for aviation shape his approach to leadership and innovation in the dynamic IT industry? All right, let's welcome our guest today who's in our studio, Sumir Bhatia. He is the president for Asia Pacific for Lenovo ISG or Infrastructure Solutions Group. Good morning. Good morning. So good to have you in the studio with us. Welcome to the show. Now, Sumir, what initially sparked your interest in flying a plane? Well, first of all, very good morning. It's very exciting to be over here with you uh, (laughs) in the studio. Well, I think a boyhood uh, dream. Uh, I think the first time was being in a cockpit on a Panam plane. Uh, oh. Cross continental <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah, absolutely very emotional when you think of Panam in those days, and uh, it was just very cool, just like a smooth schoolboy, uh, really being very passionate about it, and, and I think that sparked it, and it just continues. I travel a lot, I travel a lot, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. even today, I'd still sit near the window and look out and uh, look at all the planes take off and and land. Wow! What is it about flying that you find extremely exhilarating? So when you're up in the skies, um, you're just out in the clouds, you're on your own. Just the thoughts of focusing right in the cloud is just, mm. it's just so different. You're in a different world, I could say. I guess you mm. are, you're over the cloud. And it's, it's just amazing looking at those clouds and, and just being on top of the world. Yeah, so you're in the air somewhat on the airwaves, so slightly similar. Uh, So if you could fly a plane to anywhere in the world, where would you want to go to? Well, um, so first of all, when you're up in the sky, like I said, it's you're just in a different world. It's peaceful. I'd love to actually fly over the Maasai Mara in Kenya, right over the animals, but without disturbing them. Mm. And as you go over them and fly over Maasai Mara, sounds like flying gives you that me time to kind of connect with yourself. It does. It does. And it's beautiful because you're focused on a particular task. There's no, you can't think of anything else. And really actually goes to what we should be doing in every task like you over Mm. here. You're just on a particular task. It's just amazing. Are you on your way to getting a flying license? I think ultimately I will. My son beat me to it. Oh. Uh, so How he's going to he? get it. Uh, my son's uh, 28, actually. So he's going to beat me to it. I will ultimately get one. <laughs> so Bob, we could fly together one day, maybe. Yeah, so- we, we, we actually do fly together. He flies IS. In the, so we, we do. He's cool done a couple of solos. So it's pretty cool. As a business leader, you've got to pilot the business to some degree as well. How have these roles in some ways overlapped? Are there some lessons from flying that you've managed to apply at Lenovo? 
You know, when you fly or you go into a lesson or a trial flight, one of the first things is quite amazing is, you know, flying is the safest modes of travel. If you okay. think about it, it is, it is the safest. <laughs> Statistically, yes. It is. It is. Yes. The checklist. So before you actually fly, you do a walk around. You check, check the planes. You get in. Before you turn the engines on, there's a checklist. Mm-hmm. Right. And you go through that checklist. You get onto the runway with the engines on, there's another checklist. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a huge learning. You know, when we do business, we have a marketing campaign, for example. Do we do the checklist of everything? Have we aligned with what could be the problems? So to me, that's key. The other point is when you're flying up there on on a visual, not instrument, you have to actually, when you take a turn, you look to the right, you look to the left. It's quite similar in business. Do you look at your competition to the right? Are they coming in strong? Is there a danger out there? So in business also, right, you have to watch out. When you could be soaring very high, mm. thinking you're fantastic, but look to the left and right. So it's, it's quite amazing. But the checklist part is just amazing. Just start right from the beginning to when you're up in the air. Okay, still riding on your passion for <laughs> flying. You know, that, that thrilling experience you have while flying a plane, how does that compare to the excitement of achieving a major milestone in your career? You know, recently, I do a bunch of trial flights. Mm-hmm. Uh, recent one, landing is where the pilot, your instructor, takes over. And I was in uh, Camden, which is close to Sydney, and I was, I was coming to land, and I told the instructor, so uh, let me know when you're going to take over. Mm-hmm. And he said, mate, who said I'm taking over? <laughs> And he let me land. Wow. It was on a grass patch. If you go on my LinkedIn, I've actually done a recording and I've put it up in LinkedIn. It was amazing. The thrill of actually landing. And then when you look at an achievement that you do in business, for example, I've been at Lenovo leading the infrastructure solution group for seven years. We moved from a transformation zone to a performance zone. Mm. And that really meant that, you know, when we procured this business from the x86 IBM, Mm. we were in transformation. And over the last year or so, we're in this performance zone, which is, again, quite similar to that landing because a lot of hard work, concentration, Mm. you come and land. So I think anything you focus on and you get a fantastic result... That's just amazing. All That's right. magic. We're in conversation with uh, Suman Bakia. He's the president for Asia Pacific at Lenovo ISG or Infrastructure Solutions Group. Now, here's a bit of a tricky one. So I want to get a take on innovation because you mentioned checklists and you've got to go through mm. so many things. But at some point, there needs to be a balance, right? Because if you're checking everything, checking your blind spots, you can't catch up with the competition. So how do you approach innovation in the sense where you have to move very fast and be agile? If you have so many checklists, I imagine that might be constrained to some degree. Well, I think about innovation, the first thing is you have to talk to your stakeholder, your customer. You know, you can do any amount of innovation, but if it doesn't make sense to your customer, it's going to be a tough one. So, mm-hmm. so first is listen to your customer. Second is about investment. You have to make sure that anything you do, you have to put money aside in innovation. And we at Lenovo, you know, one out of five employees are in R&D. We're investing $2 billion in the next three years, hiring 12,000 more engineers to continue on that innovations high. So I think that's very, very important. The third thing important is innovation is all about partnership too. Mm. You can't just have innovation alone. So you have to have a partner ecosystem, whether the partners are reaching customers or technology partners. So I think these three things, but it goes back to how you take that innovation 
competition and help your customers, help your stakeholders mm. to actually grow and thrive. And that goes back to that, your question about landing. You know, when you help your customers achieve their transformational goal, that's just quite a similar high to when I did that landing. Okay, before we talk about more about landing, you know, when you're flying, there's always turbulence. Let's talk about turbulence in uh, business as well. How do you overcome them and manage them? You know, turbulence is there at all times of business. It is about staying focused to what you wanted to start. Where your focus is, stick to it. Don't keep moving. Now, sometimes, very often, if you look at turbulence, you do have to turn around to avoid the, mm-hmm. you know, the clouds where the turbulence is. So it's okay to do that, to relook at your strategy, but stay true to what that objective and what that end point you want to be. And, and very often, you know, we tend to build a plan that is complete. There's no complete plan per se. You know, if you're on a drawing board forever, you're not going to get that end. end. So you have to do it, be willing to change, adapt to that mm. turbulence and move around. But again, stay true to what you want to achieve. All right. I'm sure on your travels, you've met a lot of people. And of course, you are also managing a lot of people, different diverse cultures. How do you approach management? Because I imagine they might have different views. They might have different ideas. How do you get them all on the same page? Is there some process you use or operationalize um, some meetings to just get everybody on the same page? So, so first of all, uh, as you introduced me, I've been very fortunate to live in different countries uh, across Asia Pacific and globally also. Very fortunate. And one of the one of the things about that was about learning different cultures, breaking bread, and it's beautiful. We're very fortunate to live in Asia Pacific, that the different cultures. You know, I once met someone that came in from North America and he said, wow, this, this culture is amazing here. And I said, you know, if you start taking a flight from, say, New Delhi to uh, Sydney, that's about 10 hours of flight. Think about the number, where that flight flies over, the culture has changed, the language has yeah. changed. Uh, mm. so, so going back to, the, to your question, you know, 80%, 80% of business is the same. Mm. You buy, you sell. It's a 20% which is different. And it's about going deeper into what is it and how they do business. And culture is very important uh, mm. across it. You know, it's some of them like are straightforward. This is what I want to do business. Let's mm. sign up. That's it. Some want to actually go out for dinner. They want to actually talk. They want mm. to be comfortable. But end of the day, the culture, it is about being comfortable with you. It is about building a relationship. It's about communicating and being most important, being there for them when the chips are down. Everything's not always hunky-dory, right? Mm-hmm. So when things are troubled, you want to show that with that customer, you're strong. You'll continue to be there. And I think culture defines it. Uh, different people take things differently. It's very exciting to be in this environment with a different culture. Sumir, we're not going to leave, let you leave this studio without talking about AI, right? right? Lenovo announced that it's doubling down on AI with new innovative solutions and infrastructure. How do you envision the integration of generative AI technology in Lenovo's products and services? And where are you hoping to land? Well, <laughs> so, so first of all, we've just announced a uh, billion dollars of investment in AI. Out of that, $100 million goes into an AI innovative program. Mm -hmm. So what that AI innovative program is, and I'm very excited about it, we have about 150 solutions and we invite startups, ISVs into this program to build their focus area. So AI is not, you can't peanut butter spread it. Mm -hmm. So there's generative AI, there's immersive metaverse and so forth, you know, computer vision. And these are the companies that actually bring in a solution together. So 
we're investing in that part. In terms of where this will go, I think this is just a start. I think AI will be everywhere. And most important is about the ethics around AI. How do you use AI? How do you make sure security is there? So what we're doing is we're also building a platform which actually builds up ethics, builds up the rules of AI over time. So that's that's very critical too. So I think over time, there's going to be a number of AI solutions. We're committed to it. At the end of the day, they need infrastructure. And infrastructure is very, very key to AI. And that's where we're going to land. We're going to continue work with partners, work with these ISVs coming in and building a stack so that we can actually bring these solutions to our customers. All right. So that's Sumer Bhaktia. He is the president of Asia Pacific for Lenovo ISG Infrastructure Solutions Group and soon to be a pilot as well. Sumer, it's been a pleasure speaking with you this morning. Thank you very much. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.